0: Hello! Welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening, all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, June 12th, and we have completed week 23 of 2023. As a reminder, businesstravel360.com is a great resource to take advantage of for everything business travel. Here, you can listen, read, and take advantage of bonus points and status match offers, keep track of upcoming industry events, and have some fun with some great videos. Check all of this out at businesstravel360.com. Now, let's get to the headlines. United Airlines CEO Scott Kirby described the U.S. economy as in a business recession, even as consumers continue to travel heavily. Recession or not has translated to a slower corporate travel recovery than many had anticipated, even as leisure travel surged back last year. Business travel demand at United has plateaued, according to Chief Commercial Officer Andrew Nocella. He declined to put a percentage on how much road warriors were back, except to say that managed companies remain down for the most part, while the recovery is still advanced with small and medium-sized companies. American Airlines and Delta Airlines are seeing similar trends in the recovery of business travel. Managed corporate revenue is at 75-80% to 80% of 2019 levels. Hotel bookings will continue to boom despite inflation. A lack of hotel construction is giving pricing power to existing hotels. At the same time, rising demand from corporate travel groups and international groups from China and India are tailwinds supporting the sector. That was word from the CEOs of the world's largest hotel companies at the NYU International Hospitality Industry Investment Conference. The future has never been as strong as it is today, according to the chairman and CEO of Accor. Many travelers complain about today's hotel prices, and sometimes with good reason. Over the last six months, prices in Paris are 50% over 2019 levels, and in London, 30% over 2019 levels. For 20 years, we were not daring enough on pricing, according to the CEO. Yet, the consensus of the executives was that, on average, hotels have just finally caught up with where pricing should have been, given the supply and demand constraints. Once travel and reversion to ordinary booking patterns materialize, pricing will seem less distorted. The International Air Transport Association, IATA, has upgraded its outlook for airline industry profitability in 2023. IATA now projects airline net profits will reach almost $10 billion in 2023, more than double of the previous forecast of almost $5 billion in December of 2022. The net profit margin is forecasted to be 1.2%. Airline operating profits are projected to reach 22 billion in 2023, a significant jump from the December forecast of 3 billion, more than double of the 10 billion dollars operating profit estimated for 2022. IATA now projects that 4.35 billion people will travel in 2023, which is closing in on the 4.5 billion that flew in 2019. After deep COVID-19 losses, even a net profit margin of 1.2% is something to celebrate, according to the IATA General, Willie Walsh. Now in news that impacts the travel industry. More than 80% of hotels experience staffing shortages, and hoteliers are offering potential hires a host of incentives to fill the vacancies, according to the American Hotel and Lodging Association. The survey found that 75% of respondents are increasing wages, 64% are offering flexibility with hours, and 36% are expanding benefits, but 87% of them still say that they're unable to fill open positions. The numbers have increased slightly from January when 79% of the respondents indicated that they were having difficulty in staffing. The figures have improved since May of 2022, however, when 97% of survey respondents indicated that they were experiencing staffing shortages. Priceline is implementing AI with Google Cloud in several areas of its business. The online agency, which is owned by Booking Holdings, said on Tuesday that it is integrating the technology in its consumer-facing platforms and internally. Deployments are expected to begin in the summer. Priceline plans to release a chatbot being built with Google Cloud's Generative AI App Builder, which uses conversational AI to help customers plan trips. It will include the ability to book a trip directly with the chat tool. Priceline also plans to release AI-powered technology for hotel bookings meant to help customers find places according to specific interests, such as their proximity to local attractions, restaurants, and activities. Like other travel companies, Priceline also plans to use generative AI to aid with software development meant to enhance automation and developer productivity. Now, let's get to the news of mergers and new partnerships. All Nippon Airways and LL Israel Airlines have entered into a code share agreement. Beginning in spring of 2024, ANA will place its code on all LL flights between Tel Aviv and Tokyo. And L.L. will place its code on select ANA routes, including domestic routes within Japan. The airlines are planning to sign a frequent flyer agreement to enhance and reciprocal benefits for members traveling between Japan and Israel. Travel technology provider Snowfall is targeting the Australian corporate travel market with agreements with two travel management companies. The agreements are with Global TMC Travel Trust, which began operations in Australia earlier this year, and MP Travel, which was acquired by UK-based Grey Dawes in January. Snowfall launched the Junction 1 tool last month, built from the technology of Passenger 1 as the gateway to Snowfall's Junction multi-module travel platform, which connects to multiple suppliers via an open API. According to their CEO, Australia's unique business travel patterns and homogenous tech landscape create an ideal opportunity for Snowfall's junction platform. Turkish Airlines has signed co agreements with three airlines, Iceland Air, Vietnamese Airlines, and Ita Airways. With these agreements, travelers will be able to use a single ticket and have their luggage checked through their final destination. Collinson, which operates the Priority Pass Airport Lounge Programme, And Plaza Premium Group have reached an agreement that will bring 63 more lounges to Priority Pass. 39 of the Priority Pass lounges will be joining the network on June 6th, with the remaining 24 joining the network on June 20th. Of the 63 lounges, 15 will be in the U.S. and Canada, 21 will be added across Europe and the Middle East and Africa, and 27 will be added to the Asia-Pacific region. Among the U.S. lounges to be added are the Plaza Premium Lounges at Dallas Airport and Orlando Airport. The International Air Transport Association and ATP Co. have partnered to provide carbon emissions data for flights. ATP Co. will integrate IATA CO2 Connect data through its Route Happy API later this year and will create a Route Happy rich content amenity that is flight shopper friendly for displaying CO2 emissions. Route happy amenities data enables the travel sellers to display such features at seat pitch and type, Wi-Fi, power, and entertainment at the time of booking. The current data that IATA has sourced covers actual fuel burn data from 74 aircraft types representing about 98% of active global passenger fleet and considers traffic data from 881 aircraft operators representing about 93% of global air travel data. And now, news of new travel services and improvements. The UK's new electronic travel authorization scheme will cost travellers to the country £10 when it starts being phased in later this year. The ETA, which will operate in a similar manner as the existing ESTA system for non-visa travellers to the US, will launch in October for visitors from Qatar. The UK system will then be extended to the rest of the Gulf Cooperation Council states and Jordan in February 2024 before a worldwide expansion throughout 2024, which will include travelers from the US and EU countries except for Ireland. Travelers will apply for an ETA online or through a mobile app, and once granted, it will allow the person to visit the UK multiple times over a two-year period. Applicants will then have to provide personal and biometric details, including a digital photo and answer to a set of suitable questions. The EU has its own system, known as the ETIAS, in the works as well, although its introduction has been delayed until 2024. Uber for Business has launched a new product tier and the ability to search for corporate perks for business travelers. New moves include the introduction of the Uber Business Comfort Ride Type, which features priority pickup, although it is not guaranteed or available at airports. The service also offers newer cars, increased legroom, a wait time of up to 10 minutes before a cancellation fee is charged, and custom preferences such as requesting a quiet car or temperature selection. Customers also have access to a designated 24-7 personalized support service. Air Canada is expanding its direct service to Dublin Airport. This week, Dublin Airport announced the resumption of Air Canada's non-stop service from Montreal and Vancouver. The new routes join Air Canada's other flight to Dublin from Toronto, which is already operating year-round. Air Canada also has launched a much-anticipated Montreal to Amsterdam service, now operates five times a week. And now in some technology news. American Express Global Business Travel was awarded a U.S. patent for technology that uses artificial intelligence to track and improve customer satisfaction. The patent determining customer risk of attrition is GBT's fifth from the U.S. Patent and Trade Office. According to GBT, the invention that was patented uses machine learning to gather sentiment scores from customer feedback, an efficient way to monitor large amounts of customer communications data. That information is analyzed to find both high and low customer satisfaction levels and retention rates. Insights are displayed in a graphical user interface and actions can be taken to improve the metrics. CWT is offering global clients access to Air France KLM and DC content using Amadeus's Citric Booking and Expense Management tool. The availability expands on a pilot CWT launched last year in which agents began offering Air France, KLM, and DC bookings to select customers through the Amadeus travel platform. Enabling customers to access the content, which includes continuous pricing offers, bundling in ancillaries through an online booking tool is a major step forward, and our ambition to create an omni-channel experience for our customers, according to CWT's VP of Product Management. A surcharge on Air France KLM GDS bookings is looming for TMCs at the end of the year, a deadline that was pushed back from March 31st earlier this year as the group is working on what it calls a smooth transition to NDC for TMCs. Amadeus last week announced it had signed with Air France KLM for the airline group to offer the Citric portfolio to its direct corporate customers. And now, news about sustainable travel. Qantas will establish a 400 million Australian dollars climate fund to invest in sustainability projects and technologies as the airline works towards its emissions reductions target. The fund will include $290 million from partnerships announced last year between Qantas and Airbus to accelerate a domestic sustainable aviation fuel industry in Australia, plus an additional $110 million from Qantas for other environmental projects, including high-energy carbon offsets, offshore SAF investments, operational efficiency technologies, according to the airline. Qantas has committed to reducing carbon emissions by 25% by year 2030. Google is working with European Union Aviation Safety Agency to create a framework for estimating flight emissions so passengers can have a reliable and easily understood information to compare flights from different airlines. Lufthansa Group is a pilot partner in this initiative and will provide an extensive set of flight data from specific flights so that it can be used to improve estimates for future flights on the same routes. For Google, the partnership gives it access to operational data from airlines, such as fuel usage, which can then be used to refine its travel impact model for flight emissions. By 2050, airlines can eliminate up to 70% of emissions, but will fail to meet net zero goals if air traffic grows faster than GDP. Bain & Company finds airlines will have the potential to reduce aviation emissions, according to a recent study conducted by them, by enhancing engine and operational efficiency, adopting SAF, and optimizing aircraft operations. The current limitations of technology suggest that those efforts alone may not be sufficient for the industry to achieve its net-zero emissions target by 2050. Bain & Company predict that the airlines will begin increasing ticket prices by 2026 as they seek funding for their net-zero transition. The increase in ticket prices is expected to decrease global demand by 3.5% by 2030. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.